Hey, this is Justin Mutz, forward at Virginia Tech, and you're listening to Triple Overtime. From tip-off to buzzer beater. Kick-off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to Triple Overtime. Today is Cliff hosting. I'm here with the normal squad. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, someone I'm kind of probably going to be proud to call a friend after this. Justin Mutz. Uh, Virginia Tech basketball player. Uh, thank you for coming on to, to spend some time with us, Justin. No doubt. Thanks for having me. For sure. For sure. Now, um, I know you a little bit, kind of a little bit of your backstory, but just for the people who are, you know, getting introduced to Justin, um, I know you went to St. Augustine Prep in Jersey. Uh, so I'd like to get a little bit of like, like, what's your backstory? Like, how did playing basketball become something that was, you know, at the forefront of your mind, like something you wanted to pursue? Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, honestly, I didn't even really start, like, seriously playing basketball until I was in, like, sixth, seventh grade. But before that, I played every other sport. You know, I played football for probably, like, four years. I played soccer, and that was probably, like, my main sport until I really got into basketball. And I played baseball for a year, but that was, like, the worst, like, for me. I suck. So, no, no arguments even, even in high school, I ran track a little bit. I, I tried to do the high jump, but uh, it was it's all about form, and I, I just got none of that, so. But um, gotcha. yeah. When I was in high school, I played AAU for team final. We had some pretty good players like uh, Cam Reddish and Lonnie Walker. They're in, they're in the league now, so we had a pretty good team back then. That's what's up. And through that AAU experience, like you said, uh, Cam Reddish and Lonnie, Lonnie Walker, like big ups to them because they're they're looking promising like in the NBA right now. Uh, how what was what was it like playing with them? Oh, it was crazy. It was dope just because like they weren't even like the only two good players we had. We had Fats Russell, a really good player over at Rhode Island now. We had uh, Dada, a good player at Nova. So I'm just saying we had like we had players back then. And that's really how I learned how to like be on the court with like good players at a high level just because Team Final was in EYBL. So just like playing in the and playing in the best AAU circuit there is every night and being able to have that comp, it's either it's either level up and compete or sit on the bench. And so, I mean, for me at that time, it wasn't even about scoring the ball that much just because, you know, when you got high level scorers like that, you just gotta, you gotta find something else to do. So for me, I just started, I really like learn how to play defense, playing with them. I learned how to play defense and play alongside great guards. So it was, it was fun. It was fun playing with them. So, okay. So moving down the road a little bit at the end of your high school career, you decided to commit to high point, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, so what went into that, what went into that decision? Like, what what about high points stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with y'all. At that point, like, I, like coming out of after I played AAU for like two those last two years, sixteen and seventeen U, I had probably like twenty five offers come out of high school, and like from and they were pretty big offers. I had like the entire A ten, and for me, I just like wasn't confident in like and like myself enough to like go to a higher level. So, I chose like i actually when i visited high point it was actually like a, a beautiful campus like if you guys are ever in that area definitely like stop by high point if the, if you can even get through the gate but like <laughs> high, high point is like high point is like a beautiful campus and I, I don't have anything like negative to say about it um i left that to my freshman year because our coach got fired so that was unfortunate just like thinking he was going to be there the whole time but he wasn't mm-hmm. Actually, can you speak to that a little bit, too? Because I know in the process of uh, high school players committing or people transferring to certain schools, you know, it's a big deal when staff gets moved around. For sure. Because, I mean, because you know, it changes the system. A lot of times, like, especially for athletes, you build relationships with the coach. You are committing to, like, the coach. You're not so much committing to the school as much. 
uh, I feel as though because they're the ones that are recruiting you and you're going there to play your sport and your sport is going to be the majority of your life. Once you get to that school, it's going to be the majority of like your time. So it's just like when you, when that happens and your coach does leave, it's really like, it's difficult to stay. And it's a question mark when a new coach comes in. Cause it's just like, you don't know if he's going to have favorites. You don't know if he's going to be bringing in his other, other players. You don't even know if you're going to fit into his style of play. So it's just like, it's, it's really just a risk to stay. And I just like, I just wanted, I just wanted to see, see what else there was for me. Gotcha. Yeah. And then this past season, you played for Delaware. Yeah. Uh, what was that experience like? We, you know, we've seen a few of the the top ten highlights. You know, he's doing <laughs> it big. But what was that experience like for you? Um, it was cool. Uh, my redshirt year, I was really like the year I was just in the gym like every single day. Cause um, I don't know. For me, just Delaware, just like I just it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't my vibe. You know what I mean? Just in terms mm-hmm. of the school aspect of it. I didn't really feel all that comfortable like there. So I really just found solitude or solidarity and, and being in the gym. You know what I mean? So that's really all I did every day during my uh so during my redshirt year. And I think that's like a big part of the reason why um like my confidence went up. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year at high point I was averaging like six points and four rebounds. This past year I averaged like twelve and like eight, something like that. So I mean my numbers made a pretty big jump. And this is only my sophomore year on the court. So now I got two years left and I was able to graduate a whole year early. So like now I have two years left of eligibility to do whatever I want to do. That's what's up, man. Congratulations on that. Yeah, graduating. that's dope. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm starting to see that a little bit more now, the grad transfers. Yeah. So I'm always interested to see, you know, someone who's graduating early. Like what, what was your major? What'd you major in? Uh, psychology. I just like, I just, I've just always valued school mm. and just like being able to like, learn it's not even about like being in the school setting i just feel like being able to accumulate knowledge just like throughout life is like really what's going to help you grow and sure. just like evolve as a person you know i mean like 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 said you know what i'm saying and like people people like said are like the reason that like i'm not on the brand the way i am today you know what i'm saying just mm-hmm. like being able to come in contact with people like that throughout my life really helped me a lot but then like also in like after I graduated high school, I went straight to I went to straight to High Point like a couple of weeks later and just started taking summer classes. So I mm-hmm. took as many summer classes as I could. Uh, Delaware offered winter classes, so I took those too. And then just never, I didn't fail any classes and mm-hmm. I didn't drop any classes. So I mean, it's just I was like always kind of ahead. After my freshman year, I had forty credits and you only need one hundred and twenty six to graduate, one hundred twenty four to graduate. So mm-hmm. I was I was kind of ahead. Yeah, it's flying through it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's dope. I finished with like almost dope. almost a three point two. So I mean, that's what's up, man. Like, hat, like hats that's off dope. for that commitment because that's not common in a lot of uh, a lot of athletes. As we, as we can yeah, see. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of athletes only see their sport and like I don't know. In a way, I kind of view basketball as like a vehicle, like to get me to whatever else they I want to do mm-hmm. in life. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. it's it's got me this far. You know what I'm saying? It's got me a full scholarship to three different schools. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What can I, you know what I mean? I'm going to just keep, I'm going to just keep riding it too. So that ain't no more. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Big ups to that. Seriously. You're breaking the, the stereotypical norms uh, that's associated with being the college athlete, you know, and and that's the thing, college athlete. So man, that's what's up, man. Beast on the court and beast in the classroom. Thanks, bro. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, especially like, and just like my, I guess you could say endeavors or whatever. I've come across a lot of people that like that don't care about school, don't care about like anything else, mm-hmm. but like just like the the luxuries of like what mm-hmm. come with it. You know what I mean? And like 
that comes and goes. That's and that's only here for right now. Like I feel like the things that I picked up over the past couple of years, like so like my degree, I just got just got it the other day. Like that's something like I, I'm gonna have the rest of my life that can't nobody ever take from me. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. absolutely, man. That's dope. Well, again, man, congratulations on uh, joining Virginia Tech Hokies. Obviously, that's that's a level up uh, for for anybody, man. That's huge. That's awesome. Um, so, what about that program caught your attention? I mean, I think like in large part, definitely the fact that it's in the ACC. You know, you got to look at the fact. You got to look at who they're playing. And a big, I mean, I got have goals outside of basketball, but I definitely want to make. I definitely want to try to make the NBA first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like in terms of like well, just how I can live at that point Look, you man know? you ain't gotta explain yourself look you wanna make the NBA <laughs> I wanna make the oh, NBA yeah. you wanna make the NBA 100% <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I really have a, a good opportunity and I wanna try to like I wanna try to put my I wanted to put myself in the best position to, to do that and I feel like this is the best position for me um, in the end it came down here in Houston so like those were that was another really good school, but I feel like ultimately I feel like being here is what's gonna help me get to the get to what I need to get to. Sure, man, sure, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, man, you you've already graduated, so you got a great backup plan. So yeah. live your dream, bro. Like go after it. I mean, you're at the point yeah. now where if it if things don't work out, you're still cool. Like you still got everything that you need. So you've definitely set yourself up for success, and that's really honestly that's I hope I hope all our young guys listening to this are, are paying attention. Uh, so, so what are your thoughts now going into the ACC about potentially playing at that level and, uh, work. All right. All right. Well, what do you want okay. to, what <laughs> what's the number one thing you want to improve? Let me ask you that. As of right now, I think, I think being able to shooting in games, because for me, I can like work out and be knocking it down, but it's all, it's about confidence. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of people there's a lot of people that don't work out that can just like splash it that can make it from anywhere and it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. but for me i just gotta build that confidence i have to be able to let it go in games also i just need to just be in shape uh also work on my ball hand like i'm not just saying there's any like one particular thing i need to work on. i need to work on everything I'm, I'm trying to be a pro but like i definitely think like those are like the top three areas right now for me to be focusing on that's what i've been mm-hmm. focusing on uh, i got out here uh, I'm not sure what today. Today the twentieth, but I got mm-hmm. out here on like the fifth, and I've just been out here taking taking COVID tests. Took one earlier today actually, um, and just like just being in the gym every day and working on homework. So yeah, I mean, just focus up, do your thing. Man, that's what's up. That answer right there says a lot about your work ethic, which is which. I mean, that's that's commendable, man. Because for real, it's like and and you've seen it in uh, not just on a college level, but you, you've heard, you've heard about an NBA and things of that nature, right? Guys who just, yeah. maybe guys who just don't work hard, you know? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was Kobe who always said, man, if, if Shaq just put in half the work he was supposed to, they could have won 10 rings. Right. Yeah. So, um, guys get, com- guys get complacent. They, they get, they get the things that like, they get the things that they wanted and it's just like, all right, well, I got it now. I won. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like that's just the importance of setting goals and your goals being bigger than the milestones that you're going to reach along the way. I don't know if that makes sense, but Ooh, I'm saying that's like, a makes perfect that's sense. a little quote right there. <laughs> yeah, you're going to accomplish so many things, but I mean, like, you just got to want more for yourself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for me, I just, I learned this when I was younger that, like, being home, like, nothing, nothing wrong with being home. You know, I love being around my family and stuff, but there's not a lot of opportunity, like, home for me, like, like, there's not a lot of like positive things or like really good things that are going to boost me and help me elevate home. So like, 
Mm-hmm. I always figured I'd get out and see what the world has to offer for me. And that's been it's done wonders for me so far. Why not see what it's going on? Why not see what the future holds? Keep going. Can't go back. For sure. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Keep moving forward. Absolutely. Now, with that said, we do want you to keep moving forward. But just for a second, yeah. I, want to ta- I want you to take a moment back. I want you to think mm-hmm. to your college moments, whether it be on or off the court, really. But what is what 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 would you say is probably your favorite college moment? Your college hoop moment. My, my college hoop moment. I think I think this past year, like there were some like really dope moments. Just like just in terms of what I one, I'm gonna just say just being able to just like build relationships with your teams and all that, of course. But then like for me, perfect on a personal level, I just think like just like making ESPN and stuff like that. Like all that was just like <laughs> that was just like so dope. And then like. It's just like making the play and then like being like, yeah, like, okay, oh yeah, like that was that was tough. But then like later on, not even thinking about it anymore, and it's like, oh like ESPN like top ten, and it's just like, like now, now your phone's blowing up, like social media is going crazy and stuff like that. All, all that was all that was really cool, and it happened for me like two or three times. So it was like, I don't know. Not it's not that you get you. I'm not I'm not used to it by any means, but like I don't know. You just gotta like you take those things. But like for me, I just learned to take those things with just like a level head, not like. Just not let it like affect you too much. You know what I mean? But it's definitely cool. I appreciate everything, but don't like get stuck on anything. Yeah, the first I bet you the first time was a little bit more intense than the second time or the third time. Yeah. No, my, my the first first time was actually when I was in high school when um I don't know if you guys ever saw like Victor Oladipo dunks on camp or something like that. Yeah. But, but that, that was that was your boy. <laughs> so yeah, that was, so <laughs> that's that mad was, funny because I remember seeing that. When you're at the, yeah. I remember seeing that at the that was, I got, I, I actually, I might have that footage. On my I'm post, saying so. that, that was <laughs> wait, wait, like, wait, run that back. You said Victor Oladipo dunked on camp? you. Yeah, he did. I mean, we dunked on each other. You know, what I mean, it was like a, I, I, I had like, I had challenges. It was like a Q and A at uh, his camp. He had like a camp in DC, and after the Q and A, I just went up to him and I was just like, it was after the Q and A. He was like walking to his car and like that. I just caught up to him. And I was like, you know, I would dunk on you, right? <laughs> it was like it was like no like there's no way so like, like two maybe two days later like he he was like it was like 8 a.m in the morning and we walked in and he's like in a full workout so like he like calls me out so i'm like hey like you know what i'm saying i can't be no like you know what i mean so like, <laughs> so like i put my so i put my shoes on real quick and like in the video you can literally see me trying to like stretch yeah. and stuff like trying to get myself right and then i caught him and he wasn't he wasn't cool with that he wasn't having that so he came <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had to do what he had to do he's a pro hey, it is what it is but I'm gonna catch him again that's always the time coming I'm, like, I'm definitely gonna believe it I love that confidence man I love that confidence man that is something yeah, else if you don't believe in yourself who that's going to exactly Oof, another bar say that louder Oof. that's it it's it's the confidence man you you absolutely need it well you you had mentioned uh you had mentioned the sports center top 10 so i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna play one of those moments right that we found i want you to break i want you to break it down in terms of what what you were thinking and the emotions that were going through your head so yeah. so give me a second let me go ahead and put this mm-hmm. up for you Six delaware stony brook justin mutz cleaning up the miss by nate Ooh. darling you don't gotta be angry Delaware fighting blue hands. Nah, that was this one was just like, all right. I think this video was always so funny just because like if you see like after I dunked it, I like looked in the crowd like behind the behind the, the like the station, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, behind the thing. But like I mean behind the backboard. 
but it was just funny because like at that point in this in the season we had no fans back there so it was just like i'm looking up in the stands but there's like literally nobody there <laughs> i just thought that was that that always that always catches. but like i don't know i've been like the putback like catching putbacks i feel like not on like no cocky stuff but like i really have been doing it since like high school so like the putback to me like really wasn't that crazy and like but like it went but it blew up so to me it was just like dang like if it, if something like for me that is just like normal like can like blow up like that it's just like just be hungry and just keep doing that you know what i mean like just keep mm-hmm. doing the things that you know you can do if it's gonna like be getting attention like that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> it was cool. It's yeah, the right I idea. Just, I just For ran sure. back on court. It's just what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all bugging, man. We are like, you see that put back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, regular. Yeah. It's normal. The back stare into the nothing. Like, like, I didn't even jump yeah. that high. Yeah. <laughs> the stare into the nothingness made it that much harder, though. <laughs> the stare into the nothingness. I wish they would have panned around and been like, it just made it look so hard. It just made you look so angry. Like, it was like, okay, what's up? Now that I know the rest of the story, it's hilarious. <laughs> you you were you were prepped for for the nba bubble before it was a thing man that that's because that's what we're gonna be seeing we're gonna be seeing a lot of ducks and nobody nobody understands so i kind of well i want to touch base on you uh uh, with that because you know obviously you're a player of the game so with the nba bubble and the way the nba is looking right now what are your what are your thoughts on that what do you think i feel like the nba had to do something to be able to still have basketball at this point and I guess the bubble might have been, honestly, I feel like the bubble might have been the best thing for them to do and like given the climate. But it's going to be, it's gonna, definitely going to be different just given like from the player's perspective, it's just like they're completely out of their element now. And, but it's not just like, it's not really a disadvantage because everybody's out of their element and just like in a hotel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I don't know. It'll be interesting, yeah. but it'll be good basketball just because those, are, those guys are good players. And just giving them the, they're still able to work out and do all the things that they're able to do. They're just COVID testing every day and stuff. So now, do you do you agree with the the asterisk argument? Do you think it's going to be an asterisk for whoever wins? The what you mean? I mean, some, so Austin Rivers had said something like, because um, obviously since the bubble first started, they're saying, well, if whoever wins the title this year, it's going to be an asterisk because they had four months off, whatever the case may be. And Austin Rivers came out and said. Um, well, the asterisk really shouldn't be a negative thing. It should almost be positive because, like, well, we took four months off in the middle of the season. Uh, we really haven't had time to really prep and stay in shape because we've been having a social distance. I'm not saying they all are, but, you know, yeah. we're supposed to be staying away from each other. But it's just, like, the fact that if you could take those four months off and be out of your element completely and not even be running with your team and then come back and then go for two months and win a title, we should look at almost in a positive light, not so much as me hey. taking it away. I mean, like you work through the seat guys, they play like 80 something, 82 games in a season. And guys like guys mm-hmm. are always taking like off nights where they just like sit out and just get that rest. And I mean, now you had all this time full of rest. Now, everybody, you just got these two months to just like lock in and just play the sport that you've been like waiting. To, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you do. And you just had off for yeah. mad long. So now you're about to come back and just go hoop. And I feel like everybody's going to be fresh. And that's why I feel like I feel like it's going to be good basketball, but it's going to be. It's gonna be weird at first, just because um of the no fans. Like I don't, aside from just playing pickup, that's probably what it's gonna feel like to them playing pickup. But like yeah, aside from pickup, mm. those guys probably haven't played without fans since like 
middle school, elementary. You know what exactly. I mean? It's probably been a while. But see, the funny thing about because I mean, I, you play basketball a lot. <laughs> LOL. A little bit. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but you know, but you know, you know, when someone's playing pickup and you play an actual regulated game, like mm-hmm. it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, Usually, definitely. a lot of people play pickup and they get mm-hmm. more confidence. You know, so I'm I'm actually excited to see you know what the elements changing. If maybe that brings out something more in certain players, yeah, maybe maybe they might be more comfortable. Who knows? Is but then like there's players like James Harden where every, every play down court is like it's just a pickup game. You just, just pick out up. there, <laughs> just out there doing you. Yeah, you know I mean, so, um, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But then like also guys got to play within their system and they can't just be like trying to do like super crazy stuff exactly. because they will get pulled. Like this is the NBA. Like. It's yes. not five on five. There are <laughs> subs over here. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, let somebody come down and not pass LeBron the ball two plays in a row. And we're going to see, <laughs> and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> For sure. Well, uh, speaking about some things off the court, I know you're, you're interested in a lot of other things. Uh, like you said, you got your degree in psychology. What do you see yourself doing Outside of basketball, what other pursuits or interests are you into right now that, that you know, that you're trying to work towards? Um, I really want to be able to, like, influence kids. I want to be, like, around. I'll just say, like, for me, like, I'll just be honest. Like, a lot of the opportunities and, like, experiences that I've had in my life came, like, outside of, like, they, they came in, like, predominantly, like, white spaces. So it's just, like, for me as a Black person, I want to be able to give those like experiences and like that just like the knowledge that I have that I didn't gain here I want to be able to give those back to like the mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like to back to diverse neighborhoods and back to just like people who normally wouldn't have them and just give them experiences and show them that like sure. sports ain't it like not that sports is not it but sports is not all there is and I'm saying like there's arts and there's there's music and there's like there's so many other different things you can get into and just like learn different skills and like pick up different like you never know what you might look at or what you might what you might do that you just like fall in love with just like and it's just mm-hmm. about not having the the um like the ability to get to like those things that are like a lot of inner city kids never touch the piano or a keyboard and it's just like you might be the next, like, Tyler, the creator. You know what I'm saying? You might be the one that's really about to be out here, like, writing music yeah. and, like, doing you. But because the kids that you're around don't usually do that, you're not even going to think about doing it. Because kids you're around don't write poetry and they don't, like, they don't even think about, like, skateboarding and stuff like that. You're not even going to pick it up. And it's just, like, that's sad to me mm-hmm. just because, like, For sure. like, things like that are why kids just, like, don't even care and they'll just, like, mm-hmm. get into the wrong things because it's just, like, what well, everybody around them is doing. So it's just, like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, like, if this is what's cool to do, let me just go be cool. And it's just like, for me, I just never really, like, I just don't really care to be cool. I didn't when I was younger. And like, I don't really care now. And like, yeah. I don't know. I just want to kind of bring that mindset to them because it, it can be, it can be like, you'll like self-destruct. You really will self-destruct if you just like keep following that path. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep that same energy, Justin, because for real, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of kids don't know that and don't know to be that. I, I do, I do want to ask you this just just to get just to get deep because obviously you're saying you know that you can be more than an athlete you don't have to pick up a mic or dribble a ball just to yeah. be something for yourself but with with this new generation you know with people like 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 you and your and your mm-hmm. age and us really do you feel like we have an opportunity to start a new narrative to let everyone know that you can 
you can be whatever yeah. you want to be. That there doesn't have to be anything yeah. associated with that. that Honestly, if you I feel want like to be a poet. Yeah, you want to be. At some point, we're the ones that they're looking at now, and like we're. I feel like we're the ones creating the narrative, and the narrative is so strong at this point, just from like years and years of like people reinforcing the same things. And I'm not, I'm not even going to get too deep into mm-hmm. it, but like just years and years of just the same stuff like happening, and it's just like if we are gonna like break that stigma and like. You know what I'm saying? Try to try to change stuff. We got to be the ones to do it. You know what I'm saying? On a on an individual basis first, because you got to know self. You mm-hmm. got to work on self before you can do anything else for anybody else. I think earlier I was saying like like if you feel toxic inside, if you feel some kind of way inside, that's what you're going to be projecting. You know what I mean? That's what you're going to be putting out into the world. And I mean, mm-hmm. you can't help anybody if you yourself are not right. So yeah. like my advice to anybody I come across is to work on you first before you try to do anything for anybody else. But then like, what good is knowledge if you're not sharing it? Like what good is any of that? So I feel like any chance you get to share like mm-hmm. knowledge or anything with anybody you come across, you should do that. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you see like somebody has potential to grow, somebody's not set in their ways, somebody, especially kids, I feel like they're the, they're the ones that are the most like, the most like influenceable. That's a word. You know, you, you know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> like, I got you. I'm rocking with you. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So we got I just you. Feel like, and, that's what, and, and for me, I just always found that being around kids was just a lot of fun for me, too. Just being around, like, their energy and just, like, having fun with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is just, like, I don't know. All that is just, that's just what I want to do when I get older. When I, when I grow up. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a dope just group of answers you just gave. Um, I don't know if you can hear him, but I just had a baby. Uh, well, I didn't have a baby, but yeah. my wife had a baby. <laughs> yeah, you had I, I, yeah, I was involved. Um, <laughs> Ten months ago, my wife had a baby. So her and I had a, our, our first son. And so like everything. Is, thank you. I appreciate it. Everything that you're saying is just hits on a different level. You know what I mean? Because because for yeah. you, you know, you're, you're looking like, how can I influence kids that right now? Maybe you don't know. Maybe you do know, but maybe you don't know. And how can you influence a generation? Same thing with Tiago and with Cliff. And for me, everything that you're saying, I'm taking it on a very personal level. Like, how can I influence yeah. this I mean, one like, individual? Like your son, he's growing up, and you are the first image of the man that he's ever going to have. And right, exactly. I'm not going to yeah. say for as long as you're around, but like, honestly, that like, as long as you're around, you are like the person that was the first like man that he's going to be looking up to. He's, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a like direct like copy and paste of my dad, but like, my dad is like probably the, the he is the biggest influence in my life and right yeah without like you know what i'm saying active fathers you know what i mean a lot, a lot of kids don't make it a lot of kids don't make it so you just like be there for him and show him show him the right way Teach absolutely him that absolutely right that's wrong. that's the plan bro that's the plan <laughs> yeah, that's what's up though congratulations for real thank you thank you i just appreciate what you said about like the diverse diversifying your interests so like yeah. what you were saying like if something like just because your friends aren't into something that doesn't mean that you're bad at it like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like you said it doesn't matter if you're cool as i'm sure all three of you would agree as you get older in your life the things that you're into you don't care if they're cool because you enjoy them versus like the kids like like as you're younger you kind of just want to fit in mm-hmm. so like i really appreciate that point you make about the, the diversification of your interests like just soak everything in Find something that you enjoy doing and pursue it, but that doesn't mean that you need to. It, it's not a bad thing if somebody else doesn't like it. That's a fact, and I, I'll say like wanting to fit in and just be like a part of what everybody else is doing is leading a lot of kids to be like 
depressed and like super anxious and stuff like that carries on in the life like carries on into like when you get older and stuff like that like like this social media trend and stuff like that like i get it i really do get it but it's just like it's it's harmful it's really it's really harmful and like the group that mm-hmm. it's affecting like i feel like we're getting a little bit older we're kind of moving on a little bit but like the group that it's affecting is like ultimately like the group that i like that i want to be able to help like middle school kids like high school kids that are like extremely impressionable yeah. and just allowing everything they see to just be like for them like everything they see is just like oh well like oh he got a nice car well i want a nice car but you got a car like why can't you just like you know what i'm saying like oh he's mm-hmm. oh he got all this like he got all this money he got all this jewelry like i don't wear jewelry like that's just that's just not me like i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah. i just feel like kids are just everybody is just so like uncomplacent they're not complete they're not happy with anything they have and it's because you're looking at everybody else around you and a lot of us us are lacking gratitude and that's been something that uh i mean me personally i've been focusing on a lot lately because you know the social media era it's going to um indirectly basically make us compare ourselves to people Mm-hmm. It's like I love the point she said about it's okay to not be cool to someone else. Like it's okay mm-hmm. if I'm cool to me, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. You understand? But yeah. I've, I mean, it's easier. It's easier said than done, especially when we're we're living in an era where um, everything that you do is judged, whether it be positively or negatively. But uh, at the end of the day, it's up to us to understand that uh, if I'm doing something that's making myself happy, and uh, if I if some people like it, that's fine. If some people don't like it, that's also fine. Mm-hmm. But just just being cool with cool with you is more important than being cool to guy up the street or your neighbor or whatever the case may be so but yeah i completely understand gratitude man gratitude we need more of that it's a fact i feel like it's like like it's not a plug but just like a piece of advice anybody that's watching or anything i just like recently like within the past like couple weeks or so i started meditating like regularly and like honestly i'd say it's like one of the best things that i could like did for myself i just feel like at peace and just present and just like moments you know what i mean it's, it's a practice a lot of people feel like oh, i'm gonna jump into meditation and i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be just like buddha right now <laughs> it's just like it's, it's not gonna work like that it really is a practice, a daily practice. yeah my middle name is gandhi bro <laughs> I'm, I'm with it <laughs> yeah but i'm just I'm, i don't know i just feel like if you dedicate time and like effort to the practice it really will like pay dividends to you and it'll and it'll really like take you to it'll really help you a lot and just like not not thinking so much and just not trying to compare yourself to other people and just being content and just like i'm right here and i am me and that's okay and that's good you know what i mean yeah a couple things along with what you just said like <laughs> i love how none of this is scripted but this is like such a dope segment <laughs> that we're all just barring right now so <laughs> A couple of things. One, like you mentioned earlier, you're like, you know, you want a brand new car, but like you already have a car. And it's like, I notice a lot of people um, will compare themselves to somebody who's not in the same uh, situation that they're in, circumstances. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I don't want to say I have a problem. I don't want to use this. I don't want to say I don't have a problem with people comparing, but there's times where you need to look at yourself and you need to say like, you have to hold yourself somewhat accountable as well. So, yeah. um, like, but like, if you're looking at somebody like, I'll give you a good example, Cliff. Cliff's a lot younger than me. Like, he, like, him and I should not have the, kind of the same stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I've had, you know, almost 10 years longer to accumulate that I have. Mm-hmm. So if he's sitting there and he's like, you know, hey, Tony bought a new car, you know, I should buy a new car. Like, 
And I mean, like, if he has the ability to do it, all for it. I'm for him. Like, I want, I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to do better than I'm doing. So it's like, I, I love it. But it's like you also have to take a step back and say, like, look, like, am I at that level right now? Like, am, is that where? Right. If that's your goal, then pursue it, chase it, yeah. do your thing. But yeah, I mean, like, I think a lot of people will look at other people and say, like, I can't go look at, you know drake's instagram and expect me to have the same thing he does like it does this is wild why like how would you yeah. see that? <laughs> you see i'm like we're not in the same <laughs> circumstance yeah do i want a gucci belt for show but like it, it ain't gonna happen boss <laughs> so yeah, like, i got the grassy money at best <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why i feel like it's just important to run your own race and like just like and not not so much tunnel vision but just like tunnel vision honestly like i don't really care what this guy's doing Care what this guy is doing because like they not me they're not me and because like what we do is we look at everybody who's doing better than us and just say like dang like i wish i was there but like there are a lot of people who are back home not doing anything right now and it's just like mm-hmm. yeah you can feel bad because you're not there but then you can feel amazing because you're not there you know what i mean and, for sure and, and like there's so you can just you can look at everybody everywhere and just compare yourself to them but like Mm-hmm. They say comparison is the thief of all joy, and I, I really, I really like stick to that. You know what I'm saying? Don't compare yourself or anything you have to anybody else. Yeah, that meditation clip too, man. That meditation thing is huge. Even if you're not like a lot of people tie like spiritual spirituality or you know that kind of thing to meditation, but like I try to make a point that like you know half hour a day, just kind of like slow yeah. down. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like we're, everybody's super busy. Everybody in the world. I mean, we're in quarantine and we're all still super busy. You yeah. know, it's, we're in the middle of a pandemic and it's still like, man, I got to do this. I got I got to interview right. just a month, eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's you're, everybody's always constantly doing something. So go ahead and like take like 30 minutes out of your day and just stop. Yeah. Think about yourself. Think about your family. How can you, you know, and as long as you do that, I mean, like you said, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can control your anxiety. You can handle your business. Right. I, just, I really appreciate that point about meditation. That's huge, especially for me, guys such as yourself. I mean, like, I just, I just feel like if you're able to do it on a consistent basis, and it's not even, it's not even about any kind of religion or anything. Like with meditation, it's, it's really just like on an individual basis. It's just like a for you thing. Like you can, oh, I because you can lie. You, I could, I could come on here right now and just tell you guys, yeah, I, I meditate two hours a day every day and i could just say that and like you guys would believe me it's just like it's just like who does that benefit you know what i mean like if you yourself as a person want to like want to grow and like raise your frequencies and just like just like have a better vibe about yourself and just feel better i got highly recommend just like if if not 30 minutes a day 15 if not 15 10 just find like some period of time throughout the day that you can just like do you for me personally what works is in the morning, 20 minutes at night, 20 minutes. Like everybody has like time throughout the day. Everybody has 15, 20 minutes throughout the day where they're probably chilling on their phone, sitting on the couch, doing something, doing nothing. And it's just like, why not use that time to help yourself? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. I love your perspective, brother. I really do. Like, it's amazing. man. Seriously. Uh, yeah, There's a lot of people I mean, need to hear this type of stuff. I mean, it's just like, I'm 20, I'm 21. I'm saying like, it's not like, it's not like uh, I've been through any type of like crazy life experiences or anything. I just allow everything I come across to help me grow. I'm growing from this conversation right now. I'm not. I'm not going to be the same person I was before that I am after. And like I accept that life is just like a constant like 
life is just like a constant evolution. Like you're not going to be the same person day to day. So that's it. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna get too deep into it. Sure. Bars. Yeah, bro. Amazing, amazing. Um, so look, Justin, thank you so much for coming on, spend time with us, bro. Like taking time out. I know you're busy. I know you're grinding. Yeah. You're ready, bro. Like, uh, thank you so much for for taking some time out to talk with us. Uh, I mean, the gems you drop in about meditation and, and your mindset is, is very important. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you uh that you feel that way, and I can see that in your personality, whether it be through your Instagram, through us just having this conversation here, and even how you probably play on the court. Like you're free and you're comfortable with yourself, and I love that for you. I love that for everybody. I want everybody to feel amazing about themselves and think like I'm cool. It don't matter. I'm cool. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We want to wish you the best on, on all your endeavors, whether they be on the court, off the court. Um, keep grinding, keep doing you. Um, you know, you got uh, you got big fans here at 3OT and and you're welcome back on the show anytime, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Especially if you dunk on Victor Oladipo. <laughs> yeah, I got you. And after I do, I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> 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 For real. Um, For real. Thanks. Nah, this was dope. Though. I appreciate y'all for letting me come on here and chat. I'm going to try. This was awesome. For sure, man. Justin, thank you again, brother. And uh, I'll be sure to, we'll be reaching out to you for sure again. We'll probably have you on again because I'm sure you're going to be doing great things down the road, bro. Better.